What is going on, you guys? I'm actually just here in Taipei, just about to head upstairs. Oh, I actually just got home from the gym, so a little evening workout. I've still been working out very consistently, which is good. I need to work out with the amount of food that I've been eating here, but it's been such a blast. This city is just so amazing in many ways, but it's safe. The weather is great. It's raining today, but it's like hot rain, at least what we're used to. And uh, it's just awesome. It's just awesome. But um, I only have about five, seven minutes or so here just filming this one on my phone because everyone's asleep upstairs. But I wanted to give my thoughts on both Facebook uh, Meta stock, which I own and is down like 22% in the after hours. And it's probably, you know, now that the market's open for you guys, the uh, yeah shares probably opened down 20% or so. And that's not just Facebook, right? Like Google had a rough uh, week last week on their earnings report. As I kind of anticipated, if you guys watched that last video on Google, I said, hey, as a YouTuber, Trust me, ad revenues are down right now. They're probably gonna miss on their quarter and they did by a significant margin. On the YouTube side, very similar story with Facebook. And um, let's just talk about the broader market because yeah, pretty significant drops. And I've been seeing these p videos on YouTube from a couple people I follow, like the end of Metastock or oh, Facebook's dead and gone and Google down X percent. And I don't know if those are just for the clicks or what they really go into because I haven't really watched all too many of them, maybe watch one or two. But I just find it so funny that, you know, I don't want to loosely throw out the term overreaction because with certain stocks, when they drop 20%, it is not an overreaction. Like there's a lot of stocks right now, which I'm not even going to get into the names, but you guys know the ones I'm talking about. The small caps, the penny stocks, the, the pre-profit companies that are down 60, 70%. Those stocks, I don't believe is an overreaction when they're down 70, 80, and sometimes 90%. My Chinese stocks, which I talked about in that last video a couple days ago, if you watch those, even that I would consider maybe not an overreaction. Like there's some actual guts to that as to why the shares are down so significantly. Again, I'm still leaning towards the fact that, hey, these are still probably hold for the long term in my opinion. I didn't really get into it in, on the last video, but oh, I'm not gonna get into it here, but I have so many thoughts about uh, Chinese stocks and, um, yeah, let's just get into it in another video because it's getting a little, my thoughts are a little out there, but it's in regards to how the North American media and news paints the picture over in China, whether it's all accurate, whether they're kind of throwing shade unnecessarily or whether everything's warranted, who knows? It's very tough to know unless you're really boots on the ground over there, but that's another topic for discussion. What I was trying to get at was there are certain stocks that's warranted to drop 20% and be down 50% off highs, 50%. And there's others where it's like, hey, there's, this looks to be an opportunity. And I don't just wanna keep throwing out the term by the dip, by the dip, by the dip. But what's coming pretty clear to me is if I just throw up a chart for you guys of like the S&P 500, for example, or any stock, let's just look at Meta. It's almost starting to be more apparent that for the past few years, like let's say over the past two years, three years, it's becoming more and more apparent that we could argue that we were trading in a, inflated market. All of the factors at play were helping stocks be maybe priced a little higher than they should be. And it's not just Facebook. Again, we've seen this with a ton of stocks just inflated really at the end of the day. Well, the tides have definitely started turning as we know. And the same way that a stock can be overinflated for a couple of years or a few years, let's just agree, let's just say that's what, what happened. All the money flowing around the market and the economy booming, these stocks were kind of overpriced, if you will. Well, my philosophy on it is that on the exact other side of the coin, there could be months, possibly years, depending how severe and serious this economic situation we are going through now and global situation, really, not just the economy, there's more to it, political and everything, but 
depending on how bad the situation gets. The reverse is also true. And we could have stocks like Google and stocks like Facebook, which are powerhouse companies, but trading significantly underpriced. And sometimes it takes time for these, for the market to kind of find itself. If you guys get what I'm saying, I'm trying to kind of piece my thoughts together. But what I'm trying to get at is the same way a stock could trade overvalued for a few years, a stock could absolutely trade undervalued for a few years, really, depending on how long it takes for the sentiment to change, for how long it takes for the market to pick up and for our economy to start booming again. It really is a sentiment thing at the end of the day. But why I'm talking about this is when I see a stock like mine of Facebook down 20% in a day and down whatever it is, 50, 60% off highs. This is not a situation for me where I say, oh my gosh, I should be cutting ties. This was such a mistake. This stock is a bum stock. Facebook, whether you want to agree with it or not, is a, is a killer, killer company from the number standpoint. When we look at things like debt and essentially the lack thereof, when we look at their business in the sense of how much of the population they control, when you look at the potential of the future with their quest and with their plays on augmented and virtual reality, yes, that you could argue is a big speculation and a gamble, but Facebook is a company that is in a very, very strong position to succeed. And when you look at something as simple as a price to earnings ratio and how much a company like this generates, this is a clear example to me of an overreaction in the stock market. And when I see that in my portfolio, it doesn't really cross my mind to sell. In fact, what I think about is buying more. Again, I may not be rewarded for it for a little while, but if I'm buying stocks that I firmly believe are undervalued, this is what I believe will make me a wealthy investor over the next 10 years. And it's so funny how people like to be so short-sighted about any company there is. And, you know, I don't know if you guys recall, but like, not to give this exact example, but I remember Apple stock a few years back when they stopped reporting their numbers for, I believe it was their iPhone sales numbers or something like that. And all the articles at the time were talking about how Apple's done its innovation curve. Apple's done its growth curve, right? Cause they posted literally a rough quarter. Like literally revenue didn't grow by like 20% or 30% one quarter. It started slowing down and people said, well, this is the end of the growth curve. Well, clearly that wasn't the case. That was an overreaction to a short-term blip. Now with Facebook like and Google, again, I'm kind of piecing these two together because they're um, two of my holdings that I'm very much liking at the moment. These are two companies that are very susceptible right now to a slowdown in the economy. Like marketing budgets are often some of the first budgets to go when it comes to companies out there. And when they are feeling a little strapped and they are feeling a little tight, you start seeing layoffs in the hiring space. You start seeing the ad budgets cut down. You start seeing their marketing kind of uh, taper down while they're trying to get through these rough periods. It is so obvious that a company like Facebook and Google would see slower numbers during a time like now. And that's not just these companies, every company out there is seeing tough times right now. Like literally every single company, only a handful of them I would believe are actually prospering during a time like now. The vast majority of them are really, really feeling it, right? And for people to then think that during this short-term stress and trouble, that this invalidates Facebook as a long-term hold and a long-term winner. I accidentally turned off the camera there. But what I was saying was that it's funny to me how a short-term event like this gets investors so spooked and so panicked that the world is ending with a company like this and it totally invalidates their long-term um, prospects and the long-term success of a, of, a, of, a, of a company like this. For anybody that is either in um, you know small business, maybe you own a small business yourself, maybe your parents did or uh, a family member, a relative, 
somebody owns a little restaurant or, or a business or anything of that sorts, if anybody's been in business long enough, like literally, let's say a decade or so, even for me, I've been in business, if you, if you will, for four or five years now, it is all about these ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And you have your good years, you have your good quarters, you have your bad quarters where numbers go down. Having a bad quarter or a bad year does not, like every business is going to have to go through those, those times. If you look at it over the course of like two decades or three decades, a good business is going to have like legitimately rough years. And the world that we are living in right now is basically just handing us that. It's one of those rough years, one of those bad years. Like it's a terrible year. But that's just one tiny little year on the big scheme of a company's history. You know, a 20, 30, 40 year history. And in some cases you could look back at, you know, companies that have been in business for a hundred years and they have their slow, slow times. That's just the nature of business. And any business person understands that. And it's so funny to me how, you know, being here on YouTube, I see, like I'm in the business of like literally seeing, uh, you know, advertising all around me and who's spending on Facebook, who's spending on YouTube, who's spending on TikTok in terms of ads. And the past few months, like literally the past few months, and this is really fascinating data, like the past three months have been some of the slowest months over the past number of years. Like it's just across the board, everything is down and they cut back their spending. We cut back on our ads. Everybody's just kind of trim, trimming, trimming, trimming down over the past few years, few months. Of course, that's gonna be represented in um, Google's and Facebook's insights. Of course it is. But if you guys want a little sneak peek, so this isn't really a sneak peek, that's not the right word to use. But if you guys actually want a hot tip right now, and I hope we can look back in a few months time and uh, say, for those of you that watch this video, this was valuable. I will tell you right now, the ad spend is starting to pick back up. And this is like boots on the ground, in the flesh, like, you know, living it. I'm seeing it. And these numbers won't be reflected for basically three months out from now because what's happening now, the money that we're, we are spending, I say we, but like the economy is spending on their Facebook ads and YouTube ads, it is um, not gonna be reflected for a few months. But if I had to guess, when we look at the next quarter of earnings, first of all, expectations have just been so low that it's gonna be hard not to beat them, right? Like expectations are just getting lower and lower and lower and Facebook still came in below, besides the point. I believe that we are starting to see a turn in both Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads, and that will uh, reflect the numbers a few months out. And again, what, what, that, that's like kind of like a minute point. I'm not saying that we go in and scoop up a bunch of shares and make a short-term play. That's not the whole point. The whole point is that literally, like in any type of business, there's these ebbs and flows. And there's gonna be slow months, there's gonna be slow years. There's gonna be good months, there's gonna be good years. And it's such an overreaction for a company like Facebook, which is so dominant and so powerful that people are calling this the end of Facebook. To me, this actually really excites me as an investor because it's starting to indicate kind of the inverse of what everyone else is feeling. Everybody is so hopeless. Everybody is so out the door on a company like Facebook. This even makes me more and more bullish and more and more positive. And again, this doesn't go for any company out there. I can't say, you know, oh, your Planet 13 stock or your Aurora Cannabis stock is down 70%, 80% you know, by the dip, that doesn't count, right? That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a legitimate powerhouse business, trading at a multiple that we haven't even seen in years. And I don't even know off the top of my head what PE uh, we're looking at right now with Facebook, but I can tell you it's attractive. Again, this is a company that is in a tremendous financial position in terms of their debt and in terms of the flexibility they have to innovate for the future. And as much as people are not bullish on, um, 
you know, VR and AR. And don't get me wrong, I'm not on the hype train for the metaverse. I'm actually far back off the train, kind of waiting at the station for this metaverse thing to pick off or kick off. But I do honestly see a lot of hope in the Quest and uh, Oculus devices. Like for people that have them and for kind of the up and coming generation, like again, kind of like the younger kids, the younger kids, not the boomers out here it's not the old people that are like late to the game the ones that don't quite understand it's like if you actually see what the younger kids are doing and what they're saying very very promising what's happening with um with oculus devices and those quest devices and again i'm not here to just like overhype facebook stock because you can do your own research and like just to be clear i am not a fan of facebook like i'm not a fan of zuckerberg i'm not a fan of the narrative around facebook it's a company that for years and years i avoided the numbers just look so so good so so good that it doesn't really concern me that the shares are down 50 percent that's just part of the game i still could see the case where the market continues being ugly and continues being tough for a little while possibly not though as i said i'm i'm starting to kind of feel things pick up again and i think that's uh, kind of a leading indicator if you will of of what um of what's to come kind of a little hack there that i found in my life but uh, nevertheless, with a stock like that, it doesn't concern me. And it's just a little reminder to you guys that there are and sometimes in the stock market overreactions. Those are to the ones to be taken to take advantage of. And there are sometimes reasons to be warned. There are sometimes reasons that warrant being actually worried. And again, like with my Chinese stocks, it's falling more and more that way. But just reminder, you know, a little public service announcement to anybody that is going through this for the first time. If you truly, truly believe in a stock, such as a Google um, or really a major FANG stock and Amazon and Microsoft, whatever the case is, and they're down. Uh, I would say really look at this as an opportunity. That's my personal opinion. Companies go through their rough patches. They go through their rough years. You as an investor are going to have your rough years. Like literally, if you looked at it over 10, 15, 20 year history, you're going to have your handful of rough years. This is probably one of them. But that doesn't mean that you jump ship. That doesn't mean that you panic sell. That doesn't mean that you um, do anything reckless just stay the course honestly if it's a company that you that you believe in with that said guys i will wrap it up this video i know is already longer than i hoped those are just a quick few thoughts i hope you guys enjoyed leave a thumbs up if you do invest in the academy down below also download uh, blossom social if you guys haven't but uh, i'll see you guys in the next video